No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where King Amaziah of Judah starts out well, but turns away from the Lord to worship Edomite gods. Consequently, his life comes to a tragic end. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Chronicles chapter 25 on Simply the Bible. In a race, many line up on the starting line, but many don't finish well. The same is true in the race of life. Many start with good intentions to love God and serve Him, but various temptations compete for their affections and draw their hearts away. They may start out well, but they don't finish well. We look at one such case study today, Amaziah, king of Judah. We continue in 2 Chronicles chapter 25. Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoaddan of Jerusalem, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a loyal heart. Now it happened, as soon as the kingdom was established for him, that he executed his servants who had murdered his father the king. However, he did not execute their children, but did as it is written in the law of the book of Moses, where the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers shall not be put to death for their children, nor shall the children be put to death for their fathers, but a person shall die for his own sin. Amaziah's father, Joash, had been assassinated by his own servants. When Amaziah's kingdom was established, he executed his father's assailants. But unlike the practices of other nations, he did not execute their children. He obeyed God's law, which said that children should not be put to death for their father's sins. God holds each of us responsible for our own sins. We should never play the blame game. True, you may have had a rough start. You may have had bad parents, but you don't have to follow their pattern. God's grace is bigger than that, and he will help you have a new start. And you can't use bad parents as an excuse for bad deeds. We will each give an account to God for our own sins. God is just. Moreover, Amaziah gathered Judah together and set over them captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, according to their father's houses throughout all Judah and Benjamin. And he numbered them from 20 years old and above and found them to be 300,000 choice men able to go to war who could handle spear and shield. Amaziah mustered an army of 300,000, which was about one-fourth the size of the army that Jehoshaphat had. This shows the weakening of the nation over successive generations because the kings were turning away from the Lord. He also hired 100,000 mighty men of valor from Israel for 100 talents of silver. That's 7,500 pounds. But a man of God came to him saying, O king, do not let the army of Israel go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, not with any of the children of Ephraim. But if you go, be gone, be strong in battle. Even so, God shall make you fall before the enemy. For God has power to help 
and to overthrow. Then Amaziah said to the man of God, But what shall we do about the hundred talents which I have given to the troops of Israel? And the man of God answered, The Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah discharged the troops that had come to him from Ephraim to go back home. Therefore their anger was greatly aroused against Judah, and they returned home in great anger. So Amaziah, not feeling that his 300,000 was sufficient, hired mercenary troops from Israel. But Israel was wicked, and God didn't want Judah uh, leaning upon the arm of Israel. And so he sent this prophet to warn him, hey, you don't need to do that. If you do it, God's not going to be with you because you shouldn't be unequally yoked with those guys. But Amaziah said, well, what do I do about all the money that I just spent to hire them. And the prophet said, well, you know, God can make that up to you. He can give you much more than that. That's a good thing to remember because sometimes, you know, the best thing would have been for him to inquire of the Lord and say, God, you know, help me with this small army that I have. And God no doubt would have done it. But instead he leaned on the arm of flesh. But, you know, sometimes we get into that situation and then realize that we've made a wrong decision and it's going to cost us. Well, it may cost us, but it would be better to cut your losses uh, than to continue on in something that you know is wrong and, uh, and just ask God uh, for forgiveness. And uh, there, may be, there may be consequences to pay, but still, that's better than continuing forward in something that you know is wrong. Then Amaziah strengthened himself, and leading his people, he went to the Valley of Salt and killed 10,000 of the people of Seir. Also, the children of Judah took captive 10,000 alive, brought them to the top of the rock, and cast them down from the top of the rock so that they were all dashed in pieces. Brutal warfare. Now, it says that Amaziah strengthened himself. It doesn't say he strengthened himself in the Lord, but that clearly is what David would have done and did do many times. It is strengthening ourselves in the Lord that gives us the strength to lead the people, which is what Amaziah did do. He strengthened himself and then led his people into battle. God gave them a mighty victory over the Edomites. But as for the soldiers of the army which Amaziah had discharged so that they would not go with him to battle, they raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth Horon, killed 3,000 in them, and took much spoil. Now they were angry, they felt slighted by Judah. Also, they could not have the spoils of war uh, because they were sent home. And so they decided to take the spoils themselves from the cities of Judah. And this is just why you don't want to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. It's nothing but problems. Now, it was so after Amaziah came from the slaughter of the Edomites that he brought the gods of the people of Seir, set them up to be his gods and bowed down before them and burned incense to them. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was aroused against Amaziah and he sent him a prophet who said to him, why have you sought the gods of the people which could not rescue their own people from your hand? So it was as he talked with him that the king said to him, have we made you the king's counselor? Cease. Why should you be killed? Then the prophet ceased and said, I know God is determined to destroy you because you have done this and have not heeded my advice. So Amaziah was feeling good after the slaughter of the Edomites and uh, feeling 
pretty good about himself, that's always a dangerous place to be. The Scottish minister Andrew Bonar said, let us be as watchful after the victory as before the battle. Why? Because, well, if we are victorious, we can be lifted up in pride uh, and then do something wrong. And he had no business taking these idols back with him. He should have destroyed them. But then to set them up and bow down and worship them and burn incense to them, you know, what was he thinking? And so God sent the prophet and said, hey, why are you doing this? Why have you sought the gods of the people that were unable to even rescue their own people from your hand? That doesn't make any sense. They're just dead idols. But his response was, well, did I ask you to be my counselor? Be quiet or else you'll be killed. And so the prophet said, well, okay, I know that God has determined to kill you uh, because you have worshipped these idols and you are not listening to my word. Now, Amaziah, king of Judah, asked advice and sent to Joash, the son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, come, let us face one another in battle. Amaziah was ticked off because of what these mercenary troops of Israel had done, and so he took counsel from his cabinet and decided to go to war against Israel. But he didn't inquire of the Lord in this. And Joash, king of Israel, sent to Amaziah, king of Judah, saying, The thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as wife. And a wild beast that was in Lebanon passed by and trampled the thistle. Indeed, you say that you have defeated the Edomites, and your heart is lifted up to boast. Stay at home now. Why should you meddle with trouble? And you should fall, you and Judah with you. And so <laughs> the king of Israel responds with a parable and says that you're like a thistle with delusions of grandeur, wanting the cedar's daughter as a wife for your son. But a wild beast trampled the thistle to the ground. The intimation in this was that Amaziah was this little thistle trying to play ball with the big cedar league. And Jehoash said, look, just be content with your victory over the Edomites. Why should you meddle and make more trouble for yourself? But Amaziah's problem was that of pride. Pride blinds the mind, distorts the vision, and so inflates the ego that a person can't tell the difference between truth and lies. But Amaziah would not heed, for it came from God that he might give them into the hand of their enemies because they sought the gods of Edom. So Joash, king of Israel, went out, and he and Amaziah, king of Judah, faced one another at Beth Shemesh, which belongs to Judah. And Judah was defeated by Israel, and every man fled to his tent. Then Joash, the king of Israel, captured Amaziah, king of Judah, the son of Joash, the son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh. And he brought him to Jerusalem and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, 400 cubits. And he took all the gold and silver, all the articles that were found in the house of God with Obed-Edom, the treasures of the king's house and hostages and return to Samaria. Talk about being taken out to the woodshed. King Joash, also known as Jehoash, defeated Judah, tore down 600 feet of the wall of Jerusalem, ransacked the temple and palace and took prisoners. He also took King Ahaziah captive just 15 miles from Jerusalem. 
Amaziah remained in exile in Samaria for 15 years and then returned to Jerusalem where he ruled with his son for a short time. Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, lived 15 years after the death of Joash, the son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amaziah from first to last, indeed, are they not written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel? After the time that Amaziah turned away from following the Lord, they made a conspiracy against him in Jerusalem and he fled to Lachish, but they sent after him to Lachish and killed him there. Then they brought him on horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. A tragic ending to a king who started out well. He was assassinated like his father for his unfaithfulness to the Lord. Amaziah was given great opportunities, but he didn't possess a loyal heart toward the Lord. Intoxicated with his own success, he forsook God and hardened his heart to his word. Thus, he made himself God's enemy. And that is always a losing ticket. May God help us to have loyal love for him alone. May he keep us from the idols of power, money, and pleasure, gods that cannot save. And may he keep us from meddling with sins that rob us of our defenses, destroy our innocence, and take us captive to Satan. If we will simply keep ourselves in the love of God, listening to his word, then he will keep us on his royal path of grace, mercy, and blessing. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. If you have questions or comments, please email us at daryl at calvarytv.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L at calvarytv.org. Tomorrow we'll see where Uzziah reigns in Judah and is a good king. His fame spreads far and wide. But near the end of his life, he is lifted up in pride. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Chronicles on Simply the Bible.